Stay tuned after the episode for an important message from executive producer James Haney. Four months ago, Starfleet received a distress call from a long-lost cargo ship, the SS Anbar. Its crew had survived an extraordinary ordeal in the void beyond our galaxy. We're alive? We're alive. The starship Excelsior was restaffed and relaunched on a secret rescue mission. I wish I could tell you something about what we're up to. All I can say is it's very important and it's very dangerous. SS Anbar, this is Captain Sharma Suresh, Federation Starship USS Excelsior, responding to your distress call. How can we be of assistance? Something went horribly wrong, and the mission was covered up. I have no idea what you're talking about. And that's an order. Many have died to protect its secrets. Others, like General Isaac Brahms, have murdered. The sword is held for this long because of you and me, Alex. And now it seems as if it will be just me. You killed me. The Excelsior has evaded General Brahms and arrived at the secret location of the derelict Tanbarb far from friendly territory. But what they found there is chilling. How many Borg ships are in the nebula? All told, sir? Over 9,000. All cubes. I'm showing about 150,000 alien starships destroyed. None of the smaller ships are Borg, sir. But I can't tell you anything more. And unbeknownst to the crew, one of their own has been taken over by a hostile neural parasite. We're going to kill Alcar Dovan. Toodles. What? No! Come back here! I said... And now, the continuation. Commander, how much longer? The Iron Storm's still interfering with our scan, sir. The data's coming through now. Storm's not getting dangerous, I hope. It isn't, and it's not going to be. It's just got scanners playing a few tricks on me. For a moment, I saw life signs on the Anbar. Life signs? Sorry, sir. Final analysis was conclusive. There is nothing over there but sensor ghosts. Damn. So much for search-rescue triage. Good. Then may I inform Dr. Sharp that she won't be needed for the away mission, sir? Lieutenant... We've spent a month spying on the doctor, and you haven't found anything to make me think her brain is currently occupied by an oversized insect. Captain, we've collected a dozen reports. We've collected a pile of impression and innuendo, and... (sighs) Look, what do you want me to do with her, Yubari? Clamp her in chains until you can wring a confession out of her? That wouldn't be a good idea. Then what would be? There's still a parasite loose on this ship. I am still operating under the assumption I can't trust anyone, and that's still unacceptable. You need to catch this bug. Persecuting my chief of medicine isn't helping anyone. Are we clear? Yes, sir. Start your investigation with Underwood. The parasites might have an affinity for their own kind. Life signs are no. We still need to investigate the Anbar. Commander, did you find a beamdown site? The first four decks are gone, and a lot of the ship's been depressurized. But I can set you down on E-deck, near the cargo elevators. XO, pick your away team. Neva, Yubari, and Simon Westlake. The young one? Is he ready? He's proven himself more than once. And frankly, I'd rather have Simon on my team than Adal. Can't say I blame you. You have Simon. But... Not Yubari. What? Captain, I belong on this team. Sorry, Lieutenant. This nebula feels like it could come to life at any moment, and I need my best tactical officer at her post. You're afraid of all those dead Borg cubes, aren't you? Terrified. A captain doesn't give in to irrational fear. No, a captain accepts his irrational fear. Calls it a gut instinct and makes his crew think it's a virtue. Then he gives into it. Take the Major instead, and a Marine team while you're at it. Yes, sir. Neva, with me. Aye, sir. 
Bridge to marine country. Speaking of gut instincts, I'd like to scout this nebula while the away team is on the anbar. Can somebody call down to flight deck and get our fighters in the air? I'd love to, Dovin. Except that we don't have any fighters. What? That can't be right. I requested a squadron right after Valandria. Starfleet approved. They gave us the 507th. And then you stole the Excelsior from Space Dock a week before our scheduled launch. Oh. The fighters were supposed to arrive on Tuesday. Well, look on the bright side, Underwood. Now you have one more thing to charge me with at my court-martial. I already have more of those than I have pairs of underwear. Space. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the... Oh, who am I kidding? This is the Starship Excelsior. We use an ancient gateway to explore the farthest reaches of the galaxy. Our assignment is to find out what we can and come back alive. The rest is rhetoric. Starring Larry Phelan as Commander Alcar Dovan. Samuel Gillis as Lieutenant Alex Lorock. Kennedy as Lieutenant Commander Neva. Emily Potter as Dr. Melissa Sharp. And Caitlin Haney as Asuka Yubari. The Sword of Damocles, Part 4, The Infestation. How are my levels, Doctor? Is my disease sending me missing? Um, the tricorder says you're positive for... Ilarin Syndrome, a mental disorder which slows... Right, look, I know everything about Ilarin Syndrome, Doctor. But is it in remission? Um, yes. Look, I have to get down to the transporter room. Can we hurry up? Oh, Simon. Why are you trusting her? He's a blockhead who wouldn't recognize the signs of infestation if they up and started talking to him. Which they are. Excuse me? Whoever ordered you to the transporter room without my say-so, an idiot, wouldn't recognize Ilar... Eller wouldn't recognize your disease if it started wearing Hawaiian shirts to work. This was important for your health, Simon. Thank you for coming down. Can we just get on with it? Get on with... what else? Oh dear. Did you forget Simon's medication? Duh! You know, my injections? The ones that are keeping my brain from overheating? I... uh... You don't know, do you? Did I forget to put this in his chart? Well, um, Simon, do you know the dosage? Or even the drugs? Can you guess? Doctor, is something wrong? Is that the feeling of my body? Starting to panic? Simon, I've been meaning to tell you, you won't be taking the injections anymore. Really? What? That's not... Oh no, we we ran out of... Of that drug this morning. There's just no more to give you. But don't worry, I have alternative treatment plans. What are you going to do to Simon? Stop. Please stop. If only I could find a little more of the drugs I need. Are you asking me? We wouldn't have to start experimenting, but how could you risk hurting Simon? Wouldn't that blow your cover? Why would I help you? Why would I ever help you? But, I guess I'm out of luck. 
So what we're going to do instead is hook you up to this little doohokey here. The sonic modulator? Do you even know what that is? That could kill him. Then we run a small sonic shock into your brain. All right, fine. Fine, you win, okay? Okay? You win. Give him a double dose of desegradine taken with an acetylcholine inhibitor. They're in my office. You know, actually, Simon, I just remembered another place where I stash my drugs. I'm going to go check if there's any left. I'll be right back. Okay, Doctor. Excuse me, but wasn't I supposed to be unconscious when you're awake? I don't think you're being very grateful, old mole. If you were unconscious, you... If I was unconscious, I wouldn't be able to help you. And you wouldn't be able to ransom Simon's life for a little information. Why am I here? Is it because you're starting to lose control? I'm stronger than you thought, aren't I? Stronger? Or weaker? What do you mean? Weaker? It's true. Once in a long while, the host is too strong, and the guest, that's me, is too weak. The cohabitation fails. Cohabitation? A euphemism for killing you and stealing your body. Lots of us need euphemisms to cope with what we do to humanoids. So, sometimes, it fails? Is that what's happening to us? Doubtful. It's much more likely that these are your death throes. My what? When a ho- When a cohabit- When an infestation has gone on long enough, the host echoes, Stop. I- I die. You've been dead for a month, old mole. Your mind just hasn't caught up yet. How long does this take? Usually, several months. In the very end, the echoes become strong. You wake up. You stay awake for the rest of your short life. That's why you're here right now. It's rare for a mind to fade away so quickly. But then, I've known since I first entered your body that you are a woman of rare weakness. Do you think you'll be surprised when I turn out to be the strongest host you've ever met? Do you think you'll be surprised when your mind vanish... Oh, wait. You'll be dead. You can't be surprised when you're dead. What's that? Proximity alert. Someone's coming. Who? Ah, it's your Ubari. Probably wants to check my neck again. I'd better retract my gill. <sighs> wait. You, you can do that? For a short time. Can you hold your breath underwater? For a... Short time. Another lollipop for the good doctor. Don't tell Dovan. If he knew I'd staged all the security footage showing off my lily-white neck. Is that how you've escaped Ubari all month? Exactly. She thinks I either have a gill sticking out of my neck, or I'm innocent. She's too stupid to think it might be neither. Suka Ubari is one of the smartest women I've ever known. I believe you. You're a very dull-edged species. Henson Hermes and I have been playing this game with our surveillance devices since before Valandria. But I think it's time we got rid of Ms. Yubari. You're not going to hurt her, are you? I am going to hurt her. Badly. Now, shut up, or I'll see to it she suffers even more. I hate you. Good on you, mate. Never much worried what a dead person thought of me before. Lieutenant, is there something I can do for you? You missed our breakfast this morning, Melissa. 0600, the Delta Lounge. Remember? Oh. Um. Yes. I'm sorry. I guess I just got wrapped up in my research and didn't... You were asleep at 0600. Your alarm was set for 0800. When the computer asked you last night if you wanted to set an earlier alarm so you wouldn't miss our breakfast... You deliberately overrode it so you could sleep in. You spied on me? Why are you avoiding me, Melissa? Please, don't call me that. You asked me to, Melissa. Answer the damn question. This is why, Asuka. 
pardon me? That's the whole problem. I can't pardon you, Asuka. Every time we get together, I'm hoping for some nice food and good conversation. All you're interested in is venting about whatever it is that got you angry that day. Now, that's who you are, Asuka, and that's okay. But always angry just isn't what I'm looking for in a friendship. That's not who I am. What? What are you saying? I'm not interested in being your friend, Asuka. I'll be a good colleague, and if you're ever injured, you won't have a better doctor. But... But you can forget all the rest, okay? I just... I don't want a person like you that close to the center of my life. I don't... You... What? Let me... Let me go! Let me... Let me go! What are you... What are you doing? Get off of me! There's got to be one. There's got to be. Oh, you still think I've caught Hermes's bluegill? I don't think they're contagious, Lieutenant. There's nothing there. Let me go. What's this? What's this small blue bump doing on the back of your neck? It's an ingrown hair, okay? Why haven't I seen it before? Does it look like a gill, you bari? <sighs> Are you satisfied, Lieutenant? I wish there had been something there. Now I know what kind of person you are. Goodbye, Lieutenant. Jeez, lady. Just because you don't get along with somebody doesn't mean they're possessed by aliens. Well, except in my case. <laughs> Let's let the gill back out for some air. <sighs> ah, that's better. How are you holding up in there, old mole? Did you know I've never killed anyone before? I've never even used a phaser. Good for you. I love pacifists. They're such good targets. I think I'm going to kill you. And you know, I think I'm going to enjoy it. Hmm. Good speech, old mole. Now let's go give Simon his medicine. So this is the Anbar. It's seen better days, I take it. Tread lightly. Heroes walk these halls. Major. Marines, fan out. Oh, not a chance, Major. Alex? I'm with Simon. There's no life sign, sir. It's safe. Whatever we're supposed to find here, just knowing about it got Leo Amara and David Robbins killed. There's no rush. We stick together. If you insist. I do. Let's make for this cargo hold. It looks like somebody converted it into some kind of control center. Simon, stay close. Your dad would kill me if anything happened to you, and that's if I didn't kill me first. So thing, boss. I wouldn't wish one of your dad's tie aid on anyone. Let's move. Sir. Yes, sir. You know, sir, playing it safe here just means we have to spend more time in the Borg graveyard. I'm willing to risk a few extra goosebumps if it keeps the team safe. I'll bet you a night shift you're being overcautious. I only gamble with the captain. Is that a command staff privilege? No, he's just really bad at it. <laughs> Alex, what happened here? the total ruin they made of this deck, I'd say a battle. A huge battle. It's amazing any of this ship is still pressurized. After what this old girl's been through, it's amazing there's still a ship at all. Look at this place. That's the impulse manifold. Maker knows how it got up here. Do you think it was the battle that wiped them out? If it wasn't the battle, I can't imagine what. But the Wait, corridors... Wait, wiped them out? Simon, what's wrong? Respectfully, sirs... If they had all died, then where are all the bodies? What? Aren't they... 
Oh, good catch, Simon. The bodies are missing. You really should have noticed that. October 21st, 2382. Three months ago. Permission denied on the grounds of it being just about the dumbest idea I've ever heard. Skipper Cox, I'm sorry, but we've got to see what's I said no. That's final. Did you make captain because of your bronze, Suresh, or did you just get so senile that Starfleet gave you a gold watch and a starship as a retirement present? Now, Skipper, that's uncalled for. It is absolutely called for, and if you had any idea what you're dealing with, you'd know that. Now, Skipper, my men have spent two days repressurizing this section... Without my knowledge or consent... After four days tending to your crew's needs... For which we are very grateful... Even though our express orders were to deal with the parasites first. We were supposed to let you fend for yourselves. We didn't. With all due respect, Captain Cox, you owe me. We are going to take a look at this bug bomb of yours. Whether you like it or not... Fine, Suresh, but you're not taking your whole goddamn Marine Army back there. You, me, three guards, no more. I defer to your judgment. Clark, Korlak, take point! And... Mr. Hermes, front and center! Sir, yes, sir! Hermes, your sergeant had a word with me this morning. Told me you've been down in PT lately. Gaining weight. Not acceptable, mister. It's true, sir. I'm sorry, sir. Your Sarge wants me to make sure you get a workout today. I might just be able to give you one. Watch our six. Sir, yes, sir. Sorry, sir. Pop the door, Skipper. right, Skipper. You're not a woman who scares easy. From what you've told me about the Big Empty, you've got a stiffer spine than half the Starfleet Admiralty. So educate me. What is it about a bug bomb that's got you so scared? Ever phasered an anthill, Captain? Can't say they covered it in basic, no. Imagine you blow open an ant colony, except the ants are poison, and if a single one touches you, you're dead. That's a bug bomb. Except if a zero-bugger gets you. You're not dead. You're worse. They turn you into a weapon to help kill the rest of your friends and family. What happened to this one? All we know is it didn't blow up when it hit us, and it hasn't blown up since. Could be a dud. Could be part of the plan. Doesn't matter. It's given us time to fortify the deck. Make sure we can contain the entire infestation if the bomb blows. On the other hand... Your team's just spent two days dismantling our defenses. What do you mean, it could be part of the plan? Bug bombs don't blow open automatically. They're blown on the inside by the lead parasite. Usually that happens on impact, but they're patient, the buggers. Could be a day, could be a week, even a month. The lead parasite? You mean the queen? The... the queen? Isn't that what you call them? Queens? They're the big ones. Captain Picard, from the Enterprise, he fought the Bluegills. He had to blow up Dexter Remick's whole torso just to get at one of the Queens. Our intel shows that they're the telepathic center of every parasite hive. You know the ones I'm talking about, right? What do you call them? Why, Queens, of course. Pardon? Captain Suresh, queens could not possibly lead a Zero family. They're not called hives, by the way. The buggers work in families. Command is handed down father to son, king to king. Why not the queens? They're obviously the central component in... The queens aren't intelligent, Captain. You mean, uh, they're not good at strategy? No, I mean they don't have brains, Suresh. Queens aren't sentient. They're not people, not even to the buggers. They're important because families can't function without queen biology. They're dangerous because kings can hide inside their queens, which means the only sign of infestation is a little weight gain. But commanders without brains? 
My God, Captain, how much did you actually know about the Zero before you barged onto this deck and put both our crews at risk? I've lost enough people already, goddammit! The Sword of Damocles has been a top priority since the Bluegill infiltration at Starfleet Headquarters. That was in 2364. So that's given you what? About two weeks? Skipper, I know you learned a lot about the buggers out there in the Big Empty. But I'd ask you not to belittle almost two decades of hard and dangerous... Two decades? I didn't have the benefit of your Federation education. But by my math, you won't have two decades of experience until the middle of the 80s. Skipper, what year do you think this is? It was hard keeping track of the calendar on the Big Empty, but we did our best. By our count, it's got to be March 2363. Sounds like we're a little off. Skipper, it's October 21st, in the year of our Lord, 2382. We didn't misplace 19 years out there. I'm sure you didn't. Which means, uh... When you drilled a passage through the galactic barrier... Is it possible you drilled a hole in time as well as space? I'm no scientist, but if there was any possibility, my crew would have found out. So no, not a chance. Then what? Or who? Sir, there it is. So I see. Not a very complicated instrument. Just a cylinder with thrusters. Don't touch it. It doesn't have to be complicated. I know. Simplest is deadliest. Learned that in the war. I'll be careful. There are exactly 10,000 neural parasites in there, and they are always hungry. I said I'll be careful. And on the pedestal these words appear. My name is Ozymandias, King of Kings. We can sterilize this section from the Excelsior. Full phaser batteries, precision strike. You can blow up the whole ship for all I care. My crew buried its last casualty an hour ago. The Anbar's work is done. Time to discharge my last responsibility. I'll start the evacuation. I'll give the order. Excuse me, sirs. Ma'am, did you say there are 10,000 parasites in a bug bomb? Sure. 10,000 drones and a few dozen queen spores. Exactly 10,000 drones, ma'am? What are you getting at, Corporal? Sir, I read only 9,999. We're one short. Skipper, is it possible? No. Sereshtu Excelsior, Skipper, what the devil- Ma'am, get your weapon the hell away from Mr. Hermes! Wait, game. I should have seen it earlier. Get away from Hermes, Captain. I will not ask you again, ma'am. Put your weapon down. Stand down, Marine. Skipper, why are you aiming a phaser at my man? (laughs) Because I'm not your man, Captain. Don't move. Step away from the Captain. Now. I have a better idea. How about everybody backs off? Calm badges on the floor. Everyone against that wall. I think this is what you gents would call a stick-up. Hermes has been infested, Captain. Yes, thank you, Skipper Obvious. And it's not infest. It's cohabitate. We focus tested that for weeks, so I'm afraid I must insist. (laughs) Now, how about you lower your phaser before I turn this chap's intestines into confetti? Hang on. I'm Sharvis Arash of the Starship Excelsior. We come in peace. Who are you? You think this is a first contact mission, Sharv? You can't have my name, and I don't come in peace. Then you can go straight to hell! You first. He missed? No, he didn't miss. He's blown open the bug bomb. Skipper, get out of here! Get out of here and warn Commander Cortez! You'll hold them off. Thank you for the rescue, Captain. Thank you for everything. Goodbye. Hey, God. Listen up. I'll make you a deal. You can kill me, infest me, 
Send me to hell. I don't care what you do to me. Just stop making the people I love pay for my mistakes. Okay? Okay, God? Do we have a deal? Yeah. I thought not. January 21st, 2383. The present day. Alex, I think this is the bridge. Looks like, Simon. No power to the door. Go ahead and put a door force on it, Simon. Right, quick, sir. Okay, let's get... Wait. Marines, hold. Neva. Did anyone else hear that? Hear what, Commander? I don't know. It was probably just a leaky pipe in the bulkhead. Marines, establish a perimeter around this bridge. Cover all three doors. Keep your lights on. Sirs, if you could all step inside... Really, Major, it was nothing. Mom, I'd feel more comfortable this way, Mom. Your comfort is my comfort, Major. We were just going in anyway. Load them up, sub-crew. Wow. Not quite my picture of a command center. Are those Dabo tables? Yes, but they've been reconfigured to work as old-style navcoms. That's awfully clever. First thing I noticed was the blast doors. You dropped those and you couldn't get a cockroach in here without setting off an alarm. Alright people, let's solve this mystery and get home. Simon, set up the fusion cells. Neva, let's figure out these consoles. And Major... Sir, I know my job, sir. Of course. Neva? Martinez, grab some scrap metal and weld it over those vents. I want this room secure. Fringdi, Flores, the doors. I want the blast doors in place as soon as we have power online. Hello? Look at this, Neva. Wouldn't have expected to find one of these on a century-old cargo ship. Even all burned out like this. My tricorder's identifying it as an Ansible. I'm too embarrassed to admit. I don't know what that is. No surprise. They're purely theoretical. In fact, truth to tell, the only people who believe in these things are conspiracy theorists and scion hunters. What are they supposed to do? Instantaneous communication across any distance. Supposedly, the scions of the stars needed them to maintain their empire. And they would have needed something like this to talk to anybody out in the intergalactic void because the distance between stars out there is so vast. How do they work? Supposedly? Transplexing inversion. Actually, I have no idea. It looks like somebody deliberately phasered this one. It's dead. Well, we can take it back to the ship with us. Underwood would love it, at the very least. Let's do that. I wish we knew where this ship had been for 80 years. Hooah! Simon? I... I don't know. My tricorder picked up a life sign for a moment. At least I thought it did. What was it? It was moving very, very fast. Major? Flores, get our sensor sentry set up now, and do not take your eyes off that passageway. Martinez, aren't you done with that welding yet? Then take Freemdy and start mining the approaches to this room. Three meter trigger, photonic detonation. Go! Son. Yeah, boss? Come here. Stay close. Lorock to Excelsior. Excelsior here. Report, Mr. Lorock. Could be some trouble over here, sir. We're getting some weird readings. We'll learn everything we can, but be ready to beam us out. Absolutely. Mr. Underwood, confirm our transporter lock. What kind of trouble? Alex, I'm reading a power fluctuation. On the Excelsior? No, right here, sir. Neva? Wasn't me. Major? Sir? No, sir. Lorock, we're getting a strange power reading from over there. Did you just turn on the log recorder? Haven't even hooked up the power packs yet, sir. It's not us. It's... the communications away? You are here. I agree. The Anbar is trying to send out a message, but it doesn't have enough power to break through the ion storm. That's one too many anomalies for me. You want to get out of there, Lieutenant? Hardly, sir. Prepare for beaming. Captain Underwood, where's my transporter lock? Get them at... Dovan. Sir, the hold. It's powering up. Neva, was that us? No, sir. Then what? Alex, life signs again. Moving fast in our direction. How many? Thousands. Excelsior, emergency beam out. Code green. Fall back to the blast doors. Fall. Mr. Freendy! 
Caligos is Scream D! Marines, open fire! Sirs, the blast doors, sirs! I've got it! Neva, Simon, the other two! There, that'll buy us some time. Time, sirs, but not safety. What are those things? What did they do to Caligasus? Respectfully, ma'am, the same thing they did to Ensign Hermes' mom. Then the Bluegills are now armed with a Marine-issue phaser rifle. The blast doors won't hold for long. Alex, the Excelsior! What is it? It's their deflector disc. It's powering up. What's going on over there? Computer. Lock the deflector control room. That command is not available. Figured. Ah, well. Let the record show that I tried to avoid pointless bloodshed. So you do care about bloodshed? Oh, you again. Now's not the best time, old mole. For you or for me? There is no you, and very soon, you won't even be an echo. Didn't we discuss the possibility that I'm stronger than you think? You think you're strong enough to outwill me? Well, here's your chance. A security officer's about to walk through that door. I'm going to shoot him. Try and stop me. What happens if I win? You won't. Watch shop. We have a security alert. Ensign, thank God you're here. The deflector dish just started... <laughs> no... I'm sorry, Ensign. One down, one to go. Computer, begin power-up cycle of the enhanced sensor array. Authorization Dovan Quator Septum. Authorization denied. Voice print not recognized. Computer, run program Hermes 007 and reauthorize. Access granted. Power-up sequence initiated. How are you doing this? I spent the last two months in an engineer's body. Ensign Hermes and I put holes in half the Excelsior's computer systems. And right now, Captain Dovan will be on his way. What are you going to do? Kill him, of course. And it looks like you can't stop me. Ensign Enderby hasn't checked in yet. Have we restored communications or sensors down there? No, sir. Engineering still doesn't have an explanation for what's happening in deflector control. Mr. Enderby's overdue. Let's send another... Sir, someone just activated my sensor enhancements on the deflector. That's a secured function. Who gave the authorization? According to the computer... You did, Captain. Of course. Only the Captain can activate those sensors. I'm going down there. You mean we're going down there? Not a chance, Lieutenant. Something's happening on the Anbar, and we've lost contact with our away team. Stay at Tactical. Have a security team meet me at Deflector Control. Belay that. Have security meet me there, Lieutenant. You're staying on the bridge where you belong, Dovan. Double belay that! Only I could turn those sensors on, Underwood. Only I can turn them off. You both stay here. Acknowledged. Under protest, sir. Protest noted. Mr. Underwood... I just lost a bet. How so? Promised I'd never say this, but... Mr. Underwood... You have the bridge. Get our people out of there. Alive. Of course. Right. Dovan? Yes? Good luck. Thanks. There are life signs all around us now. They have all three exits covered. We're surrounded. Whatever's taken over, Mr. Freemdy, is firing on the blast door. We don't have long. Then our only hope of getting out of this is the Excelsior. I still can't get a signal through. Do we know why yet? A dampening field? Sir. Major. 
I think it's the buggers themselves, sir. How so? That could be. Apparently they're invisible to sensor beams, except when they're moving faster at very close range. I still can't get a clear lock on any individuals. So now that we're surrounded, their combined dampening effect is blocking all signals. Not bad, you two. So all we have to do to get out of here is to make them go away for a few seconds. And all we have to do to make them go away is... Did anyone bring a sonic screwdriver with them? No. No. Okay, that's okay. Simon, see if you can jerry-rig your tricord to emit a sonic pulse. Neva, try doing something clever with the ambar's... It's no good! They're through the blast door! Grant, encircle the officers! You will keep them alive! At any cost! Simon, keep trying! What about me, sir? Fire at will. Computer, status of deflector dish. Deflector dish online. Enhanced sensor array initializing. How many people in deflector control? One. Identify. Commander Alcar Dovan. Computer, open weapons locker 17K, authorization Dovan Quator Septum. Close weapons locker. Dovan to bridge. Bridge here. I'm almost to deflector control. I'll probably lose contact with you as soon as I go in there. Acknowledged. Ubari here, Captain. Security team is only a minute behind you. Good. I'll wait. Help! Someone out there. Help me. Dr. Sharp? Correction, bridge. I'm going in. Deflector control. Are you there? Gone. Underwood, did you hear what he said before we lost him? Yeah, I think he said something about Dr. Sharp. Dr. Sharp? All security units convert on deflector control. Apprehend Dr. Sharp. Yubari, we have another problem. What? The deflectors finished powering up. It's intercepting the low power transmission from the ambar and... Amplifying it. What does the message say? One word. Just one word. Now. Sir, three unknown vessels just dropped out of warp. They're charging weapons. Raise shields. Help. Put us between them and the ambar. Return fire. <laughs> Dr. Sharp? Captain, thank God you're here. I need your help. I should have listened to you, Bari. Back away from the console, Doctor, and prepare to be taken into custody. No, Dovan. It's not like that. I was on my way to sickbay for the red alert. I heard a phaser go off and came running. When I got here, the door was ajar. I saw someone running away down the corridor. An Ensign Enderby here with a gunshot wound. He'll die without medical attention. I need you to compress the bleeding while I get him ready for transport. Captain, put down that phaser and help me! I'm not sure I can do that, Doctor. Look, either you start trusting me, or Brel Enderby will die. Make your choice, Captain. I'll... all right. What do I do? Put your hands here and here. And press hard. Is this good? Oh, it's perfect, Captain. Son of a... So I guess you're not Dr. Sharp, then? I'm better. Stronger. Faster. Sharper, you might say. I know you like puns, Captain. Ha ha. Sorry. Hard to laugh with the business end of a phaser a foot from your abdomen. I'm sorry if this is uncomfortable for you. I'll make it quick. Solar plexus shot. I'm in no rush. Only because backup will be here in a few seconds. That, and I just like stalling death. It's one of my highest ambitions. What? 
Looks like you're a little reluctant yourself, Dr. Blunt. Very funny. Why won't it... You can't pull the trigger, can you? Why not? Are you still there, old man? You! Ah, I see my chief of medicine is still with you. Hello, Melissa. I hope you're holding up all right in there. Captain... Now I'm going to reach out, Melissa, and we're going to put down that phaser. Then security's going to take you into custody, and we're going to figure this all out, okay? So just hang on. No. I'm reaching for the gun. No. Okay, Melissa, I need you to let go now. I know it's hard. Just let go of the phaser. Melissa. No! No! Finally, a vacation. Jehoshaphat. Put your hands in the air where we can see them. I think it's time I made a swift exit. Goodbye, old mole. No. Put your hands up or we will shoot. Then take your best shot. (laughs) Sir, teams have secured the deflector room. Good. Any casualties? Three officers down. Ensign Enderby, Dr. Sharp, and... And Captain Dovan. What? Underwood, you're acting captain now. Then, we have a fighting chance, Lieutenant. Position on course 031 and... Sir, there's another ship dropping out of war. Identify. Is it the same kind of ship? No, sir. It's a Starfleet transponder identifying as... Oh, no. Yubari, identify! Vessel identified as the USS Renegade. His ship. General Brahms! To be continued. In that episode of Star Trek Excelsior, the flashback timeline Skipper Sam Cox was Elise Crowley. Captain Sharvo Shuresh was played by James Magata. Chief of Triage Brady Winners was Vivian Chung. Hermes was Tom Barnes. Doomed Marine, Gary Colbo. In the present timeline, Joshua Underwood was played by Gareth Bowley. Simon Westlake, Lee Sands. The Major, Chris Bainbridge. Security Officer, William Smagata. The Red Shirt was Mike Hennessy. Narrator, Mike Hennessy. Executive produced and written for audio by James Haney. Co-produced by Mike Hennessy. Consulting producer, Carla Bandera. Post-production by Gary Colbo, James Smagata, Mike Hennessy, Andy Thompson, and James Haney. Original music by Samuel Gillis. Artwork by Caitlin Ferreira and Nigel Kerr. Additional credits are available at StarshipExcelsior.com. Special thanks to Michael Hudson, Baxter Turnham, Emily Potter, Michael Blaze, the Excelsior role-playing game, and Gene Roddenberry. And now a special word from our executive producer. Hi, this is James Haney, executive producer of Star Trek Excelsior. The fact that you're hearing my voice means that something important is afoot. For the last few months, we've made a concerted effort to speed up our production process so that you're able to enjoy a fresh episode of Star Trek Excelsior every six to eight weeks instead of every ten to twelve. We've been successful, too, but the strain is killing us. We can't keep it up without more help. Now, most of you probably watched PBS when you were kids, and if you were like me, there was nothing worse than seeing Mr. Rogers get interrupted, so a bunch of people with thick sweaters and perms could ask me to join a pledge drive. Well, today I don't have a perm, but I am wearing a sweater and an electric blanket because I live in Minnesota and it is very cold, and I am asking you for your generous support. Now, I don't want your money. We couldn't take it if you offered it to us. CBS Paramount would kill us dead, and it's very generous of them to let us do the show in the first place. What we need instead is your time and talent. If Star Trek Excelsior is going to continue as it has been, we need a few of you to step up and join the team. 
Last time I checked, there are 3,000 of you out there listening, so I think between the bunch of you, we should be able to make this work, right? We have four open positions right now. We need line producer, two more audio engineers, and a webmaster. If you're able to help us in any of these capacities, please write to us at starshipexcelsior at gmail.com. That's one word, starshipexcelsior at gmail.com. The line producer is an easy job, and right now it's also the most important. We need a staffer to keep track of a few things, like who's turning their lines for each episode, which lines are still missing, and the post-production status of each scene. All you need is an internet connection, a spreadsheet, and a few hours a month. We need someone who's dependable and doesn't need to be nagged to stay on top of things. Other than that, every single one of you is qualified to be our new line producer. The audio engineering jobs are a little harder. These are the people behind the scenes who take all the dialogue and make it into episodes, combining the actors with background noise, sound effects, and music to create the finished product. The time commitment is as much or as little as you can afford, but every little bit counts. We can even train you to do the job. We've done it more than once before. However, you will need to have access to a sound editing suit of some kind with multi-track capabilities. Adobe Audition and CoolEdit Pro are both examples. Unfortunately, Audacity, though popular, is not versatile enough to work for Excelsior. Lastly, the webmaster job. What we really need here is someone to get the website ready for new episode releases. Right now, that's a full-day job, and that full day often adds a whole week to our overall production schedule. If you can give us a few hours every six to eight weeks, it would suffice. The ideal candidate knows his way around HTML, CSS, PHP, and RSS especially, but really, if you basically know how HTML works, we can explain everything else to you in about 20 minutes and you'll be good to go. None of it is difficult website work. So again, if you'd like to join the team, our email is starshipexcelsior at gmail.com. We are looking for line producer, two new audio engineers, and one webmaster. It's worth noting that people on our staff often end up casting good roles on the show, so if you have Excelsior acting ambitions, this is a good way to get your name in my head as a reliable, likable, and talented person. Once more, that address is starshipexcelsior at gmail.com. Thanks for your help. Thank you so much for listening. None of us can believe that we've gone from 200 listeners our first year to 3,000 listeners today. It's an incredible feeling. And we hope you continue to be a part of the Excelsior's crew as we travel into new adventures, new revelations, and the second captaincy of Lieutenant Commander Joshua Underwood. In the meantime, happy Boxing Day, and remember St. Stephen. I hope we'll be hearing from you very soon. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to go finish the episode you just finished listening to. This has been an Excelsior production. No infringement is intended against Star Trek, which remains the property of CBS Paramount Television. Be sure to return to the Excelsior for Trust But Verify, the next part in the Sword of Damocles storyline coming in 2011.